Greetings and salutations, everybody, and welcome to episode number eight of the Volunteer Spotlight, brought to you by the Audio Information Network of Colorado. Today, we have another couple that has been here with us probably about a couple of years now since, I want to say, the start of the pandemic. And they have been incredibly awesome volunteers, very reliable, and they participated in, um, I want to say, almost all of our events and both of our Bringing Print to Life hikes. And yeah, they've just been amazing. Joining me today is Bill and Anita Head. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let's start out the show first with some fun little questions, of course, to spice everything up. Um, (laughs) Because I like alphabetical order, Anita, I'll ask you first. Okay. What is your favorite leisure time activity? Uh, Gardening. Gardening. Oh, cool. Do you grow anything in particular? Mostly flowers. Oh, very good. What's your favorite kind of flower? Um, I'm pretty fond of petunias and just like making kind of mixed hanging baskets, that kind of thing. Oh, very good. I I think they're beautiful. I I think my favorite is probably those wine cup flowers. They're my oh, yes. Yeah. Those are nice, too. Yeah. How about you, Bill? What's your favorite leisure activity? I would have to go with skiing, Evan. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons, quite frankly, I moved to Colorado 40, almost 42 years ago. And uh, in fact, I'm a ski instructor at Eldora. I'm with the ski and ride school and have been for the past three years since I retired three years ago. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. You're going to be in this into skiing colorado is a good place to live oh couldn't agree more what's your favorite slope in particular if you, if you have any yeah well you know i'd probably the favorite ski area i have would be beaver creek Ah, okay um, just west of vale and doesn't get as crowded as vale the terrain is fantastic and it's got something for everybody absolutely so as, as a family we've had some of our best skiing days have been at beaver creek in fact i i was involved with a an adaptive program at Eldora called Eldora Special Recreation Program, and I taught various forms of developmental disabilities as well as blind blind folks. And some of the most rewarding, uh, I guess, lessons I gave were to blind cross country skiers. Just just had a heck of a fun time, and 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 they did too. I could tell by the smiles on their faces. So. Absolutely. From a a, a disability standpoint, I've been involved in that as well. Right on. That's awesome. I didn't, um, I'd heard you were an adaptive instructor. I didn't know you'd gone and done like programs like that. Real quick, what is the ski and ride school? I've never heard of it. That is the, uh, that's the the name of the ski school at Eldora. Ah, okay. For skiers and snowboarders. I was going to say, because I was trying to figure out why they call it ski and ride, but didn't think yeah. of snowboarding. Yeah, it used to be <laughs> used to be just a ski school, and that put the ski and ride in there to satisfy the snowboarders, I suppose. Yeah, I, my, my thought was it was actually for, like, people using wheelchairs and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a not, that's a fair assumption. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because they have snowboards that are adapted that are pretty Absolutely. cool. They yes, have, they like, do. Yeah, you're snowboard. right. Yeah. Right on. Have you ever tried it? I've wanted Skiing. to try it. Well, I've never gotten to. Okay. Well, 
something on your horizon, perhaps. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Last fun question. Um, Anita, what is your favorite hot beverage? Coffee. Same. And Bill? I'm going to have to go with coffee as well. Absolutely. Do you like, do you prefer your coffee black or do you like to add cream? Either of you? Black. Okay. It depends upon the coffee. If it's really good coffee, I want it black. Everything else, I'd add a little half and half to it. Yeah, that's fair. Half and half is, I think it's actually better for you than a lot of the creamers they have out there anyway. So, all right, let's transition to the volunteer side of things. So, um, you guys applied actually, I think around July of 2020, according to our records. Is that correct? Or Sounds right, Devin. Oh. Yeah. I retired so, at that month in 2020 and I was racking my brain trying to figure out how I got a hold of AINC. And what came to mind was, and I don't know if you, if AINC still is one of the sponsors of Time and Temperature in uh, Boulder. Yeah. But, uh, you know, prior, because <laughs> I used, like a lot of people, I'd pick up the phone rather than looking at my smartphone and seeing what the temperature was. And AINC was a sponsor. So that kind of triggered something to reach out and see if they're looking for volunteers. Ah, so you heard of us because of our Time and Temperature line. I'm pretty sure, Evan. That is interesting. That's actually really unique. And um, it was simultaneous, like both of you guys applied at the same time, and it was all pretty much simultaneous, I assume? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think we both submitted uh, an audition to to Kat three years ago, and she came back and said, you're hired. That's so cool. Um, So first of all, Anita, may I ask what your background was before you volunteered at AINC? Um, I spent most of my working career in childcare. I mostly was involved here in Boulder at the CU Children's Center. I was a teacher there and then ultimately the director there. And so that's pretty much what my whole career was, was working in early childhood. So That's pretty cool. That's really cool, actually. Do you have any uh, background experience with audio recording or voiceover or any of that? Absolutely none. (laughs) So this is your first? Yes, it was totally all brand new. Wow, that's pretty cool. How about you, Bill? My background, Evan, was primarily in sales, uh, software sales, software and and hardware sales support uh, over the years with, with various companies. But yeah, it's, it's been sales, a sales centric career for me. Right on. And, um, both of you guys have basically read the, the same program since you've started. Bill is the reader of the Wednesday edition of the Denver post. And Anita is the reader of the, I believe the Tuesday edition of the Boulder daily camera. Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the hike really quick. So when you guys first went on the hike, did you facilitate, were you guides? I actually, I believe you were guides, um, on the hike, at least Bill, I remember you were a guide, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's correct. Evan, I've been, a, I was a guide at Arapahoe Basin and at Rocky Mountain National Park. That's pretty cool. And how was the experience? It's been fabulous. It really has. Uh, as a result of the first time with the Rappo Basin hike, uh, one of our uh, 
clients, uh, a person who was blind by the name of Lynn. Uh, we hooked up together and we soldiered up that that catwalk <laughs> to the top of the mountain. And it was tough. That was a tough hike. Yeah, it was. But he, he was a very determined individual. We took quite a few stops and uh, by gosh, we made it to the top. No problem at all. So, so cool. You guys got a friendship out of the hike and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, last week yeah. was it? We we came up and hiked the Caribou Ranch Trail just outside of Netherland. Him and his wife, and had lunch afterwards. And so we uh, once a month, I would say, we get together and do various hikes. Uh, we either go down to Denver or Lakewood, where they where they live, or they come up by us in Westminster. So it's been a fun relationship and made a very good friendship uh, out of it as well. That's amazing. Do either of you have particular, um, like a particular highlight out of either hike? Yeah, I think the neat thing, Evan, for both hikes is seeing the group of people who've accomplished the hike for a basin reaching the top at Rocky Mountain National Park, reaching a high point on the trail and everybody getting together and and celebrating what what they've accomplished. That's absolutely really cool. Having Eric Weyenmeyer there was was really neat and, and an inspiration for I think for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to meet him in person and everything was incredible. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. Oh, and you, I um, and I imagine you guys did participate in the celebratory beer too at the <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, still bummed I missed that. <laughs> All right, let's transition back really quick to the volunteer side of things. Um, so, Anita, um, since you've been reading the Boulder Daily Camera for a couple of years now, is there a particular article that you read that stood out to you in any way that you still remember to this day? N- nothing's really coming particularly to mind. Um, I think that um, the the Daily Camera does a really good job of having a focus on the Boulder community, so I usually enjoy those articles. Reading those more because I feel like people are looking for that when they're listening to the daily camera. They really would like to know what's going on in Boulder and in the surrounding community. I would say if anything sticks in my mind, it would be the articles that they had about the Marshall Fire, probably. Yeah, that was a yeah, because that was so like historically significant, important, devastating. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Bill? Anything from the Denver Post that stood out to you in any way? Well, you know, Devin, after reading, you know, through the headlines and the bad news and the politics and all that other stuff, I find it kind of refreshing when I kind of shift gears and go over to the life and culture uh, section of the Post and read about, for example, I don't know, maybe a new restaurant or two has opened up. Or a, a pizzeria that had been closed is coming back that's, that was loved by everybody, or a new a brew pub is open, or something like that. Something a little, you know, with a little levity in it, as opposed to all the the dark crap that we have to deal with every day. I know um, it's, it feels so. Awesome. Yeah, I would say th- those are kind of the highlights for me. Is absolutely is that. Absolutely, I love those stories. I love the. Um, the stories that make you smile, like, yeah, as you said, you know, restaurants that were super popular that went out of business, you know, coming back, that's yeah, definitely a huge thing. Or just like the cute stories about like animals being rescued or yeah. stuff like that. Just, 
yeah, anything that isn't related to sad news, bad news, politics, definitely, I imagine, is enjoyable. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And of course, I like like reading articles, um, sports related when, for example, the Denver Nuggets win the world championship. uh, (laughs) That was was fun reading that, too. So. I feel like I celebrated for a week afterwards and I'm not, I mean, <laughs> we're still celebrating. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm not, and I'm no expert when it comes to sports. I am a, a very much a nuggets fan and basketball is my, probably my favorite sport too. Nice. Well, hey, we just opened up a can of worms. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have favorite sports in particular that like your, what are your most favorite sports? To watch or to do or which? How about both? Yeah, well, again, I'd probably put skiing at the top. Uh, I'm an avid golfer as well. I'm a course course marshal on one of the muni courses in Westminster, Legacy Ridge. Uh, Running, uh, bicycling, just doing stuff outside and being active is what I'd like to do. Yeah, anything outdoorsy. Yeah. What do you like to watch? I'm a big basketball fan, like All right. football, pro and, and college. Um, Car racing. Yeah, motorsports. We're big Formula One fans. And uh, Anita's from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I grew up just outside. And that's uh, – auto racing is a big deal in Indy. <laughs> I never deal. knew that. Yeah. yeah. In it's fact, so cool to be in, in person, though. Oh, be there yeah. in person. The, it, the Indianapolis 500 is the largest – sporting event in the world in terms of attendance wow so there's over and it, the track kind of keeps this secret uh but it's there's over 300 probably fifty thousand people there watching that race on memorial day yeah they definitely kept it a good secret because i thought i would have heard about that by now at this point that's, <laughs> that's so cool though. yeah people don't realize that 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 it is uh verifiable the largest sporting event in the world yeah. Based upon attendance. There's a lot of soccer games that probably come close to that, but Oh, I'm sure. You know. Absolutely. Well, and being there like 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 I was saying, like being at the racetrack and actually hearing cars go by you and smelling every and like smelling the fuel and everything, it's yeah, it's an yeah. experience. It really is. is. Yep. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, do you guys have any questions for me or the entirety of AINC? What kind of sports do you like? Oh, well, I like basketball. Basketball is probably my favorite. My second favorite up is baseball, though, because it's another one of those sports um, to watch, by the way, is mm-hmm. baseball. Um, because it is a, it's one of those sports where you can go, and I prefer to see it live as opposed yeah. to on TV, and sure. just – you know, sit in the stadium and you can hear pretty much everything. You can, you can hear the swing of the bat, the, you can hear how hard the bat hits the ball. You can hear people running on the field. Like, you know, um, so super, like just, it's just a friendly sport to, and it it keeps me engaged. Um, and then, yeah, I love basketball is about the same. It's a lot, it's a lot louder, but I just, I like basketball. I, I actually like playing basketball more than, watching it that's terrific yeah so what's the most rewarding part of your job evan the most rewarding part of my job is um has to be 
when I've been working on a project for days and days and days, like let's say, you know, something new that's supposed to be added into broadcast and, you know, it's, it, it's now become time to, to launch it and see, you know, how, how it fares and seeing, seeing things succeed has been the most rewarding. Like launching this podcast, the volunteer spotlight and seeing the, the views it got, the feedback and the, the way it connected volunteers together has been another just massively rewarding part. Oh, that's great. That's good. That's really yeah. neat. How long have you been at AINC, Devin? I've been at AINC since 2021, started in April as an intern, did pretty much the same stuff I'm doing now, a lot of audio work, editing, putting together PSAs and the like. And um, in October of 2021 is when Kim hired me on as the audio production technician. So oh. I'm almost been a staff member for almost two years already, which kind of blows my mind. <laughs> well, you're a very valuable asset to the organization, Evan, and uh, hope you're with us for a long time. Oh, definitely. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Do you guys have any inspirational words or words of advice for new or existing volunteers? Um, I mean, I think for me, it was harder to get going because I didn't, I'd never really done anything like that before, like read before. I mean, most, I mean, I'd read my whole life as a teacher, like to, to kids, but right. I hadn't ever like tried to like read a newspaper for others before and stuff like that. And I'm not super computer literate. And so just trying to figure out all of the you know, timing and how to like, if you couldn't find the article, how to pause it and not make it seem all fumbly and things like that. But, you know, I think the biggest thing I would just say is just like, be patient with yourself and, you know, realize that you're doing something really good for people and it'll get easier as you go along because it did for me. I, there were times when I was just ready to just be like, I can't do this. But right. then I got, I kind of got the hang of it and I got a lot better. So, yeah, absolutely. I guess for me, Evan, I, I was a DJ in, in college, a uh, volunteer DJ and had a lot of fun oh, doing really? that. And I had been told by more than one person, several folks, in fact, that I have a, a very good radio voice. Um, mm. And I kind of grabbed onto that. In fact, I have done several auditions for voiceovers unsuccessfully to this point, but uh, I, I would say if there's any volunteer out there that has had, that has received this, maybe the same feedback, but even not, if you feel compelled to help someone to do things that you kind of take for granted, jump in, follow your heart and, and check it out. And you're going to, you're going to make someone very happy because they're going to access information that may have been difficult for them to do in the past. Absolutely. Do you guys have anything you would like to add before we wrap up this episode? No, I, I think we just appreciate the opportunity to yeah. be part of this organization. And like Bill was saying, you know, we've got we formed this great friendship with Lynn and his wife through that started through the hike and just feeling like that, that this is giving us a good feeling that we're helping others. So ditto that. Indeed. Well, Bill and Anita, once again, congratulations on becoming the Volunteer of the Month for August. 
And yeah, thank you so much for attending our events, being on our hikes, being guides and all that. I should mention too, since we talked the hike, it's coming up pretty quick on August 12th. You can still register aincolorado.org slash hike. It could be a life changer for, yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. You'll, some folks out there that, that will probably accomplish accomplish some things that they didn't think they could do. Right. Yeah. You never know. You might get new hiking buddies, new friendships out of it. There's the exercise aspect. So many, so many reasons to hike. Plus, it's number one, it's fun. It is. Well, and the wildflowers are beautiful this year because of all the rain and stuff. So it's just great to see everything. Yeah, the views are going to be amazing. The smells, the sounds, everything. It's going to be an experience. We're very honored as well, Evan, to be named as uh, volunteers for the month of August. It kind of came out of the blue and we were very pleasantly surprised. That's awesome. Well, anyway, thank you guys so much for being on today's episode. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to episode number eight of AINC's Volunteer Spotlight. Really, really hope you enjoyed listening to it. And we will see you next month. Take care and have an amazing rest of your day. And hopefully we'll see you guys on the hike.